Hey, listen to Sequel Squeal, the podcast where we watch a movie and all its sequels. Right, Benny? Yes, you are correct, Chad Foglin. Right here on the Nerdist School Network. Yay, us! Yeah, we're done. That was good. <laughs> the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Wes is standing in front of a giant hamburger face with arms and legs and an order here speaker for a nose outside of a fast food place. Wes takes a quick look around. The lights in the place go out and two guys walk out. You're supposed to be a statue. I guess you are. Sort of. The two guys walk off and Wes pulls out a small leather bag. This doesn't work. I'm going to kill that wizard. Wes sprinkles the powder in the bag over the hamburger statue then holds his hand up, palms out, in front of him. On Shekloa, Alajbar, accept this offering, and open the gates of truth. A red light flashes and the hamburger comes to life, growing bigger in front of Wes's eyes. Its eyes begin to glow red. How dare you call on the Loa? I, I, I come in supplication, O oh Great One, begging for answers to questions only your power can reveal. You have answers, human. You search now, only for the question. Is it true? Will Angel really kill his son as it says in the prophecies? That the vampire will devour his child is certain. The dark question you harbor is only when. No, the dark question I harbor is how do I stop it? It cannot be stopped. It has to be stopped. Grr. There must be a way. Red lightning flashes from the Loa's eyes into Wesley, knocking him to the ground. Your insolence is displeasing. You tried chatting with a cranky hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> you risk your life, human, calling on the Loa. Perhaps what you really seek is death. The pain in your heart begs for it. Then do it and be done. Nothing else will stop. Simple mortal, your pain is just beginning. Betrayal and agony lie in wait, and time is running out. Yet still you ignore the question. All right, then when? When will this happen? The first portent will shake the earth. The second will burn the air. The last will turn the sky to blood. An earthquake? That's the first portent? We live in California. Earthquake. Fire. Blood. Be heedful of the signs, human, and trouble the Loa no more. With that, the hamburger shrinks down in size and turns back into a lifeless statue. Are right, you not going to read that last one? <laughs> Lila is sitting at a bar. <laughs> oh. Yay! Yay! Wow. Yeah, that was, guys, I, I think that was still my favorite scene of the two episodes. Yeah, it was a good scene. They. I mean, you've seen it before, but it's pretty funny. It's a, it is pretty funny. They sank a lot of the FX budget into that. Yeah. yeah into that really smooth looking hamburger. He's oh. so smooth. <laughs> Was that, is it CW? That no, it's uh, it? WB. WB. Okay. WB. Which Baby. the CW is they, from. They had their like whole, F, like their whole 3D team on that hamburger scene. But yeah, it was smooth. He was very, like, his arm, arms and body were very smooth looking. But, like, that's how... Yeah, he's a... The, those he's statues plastic. are, like, mm-hmm. very smooth. 
So I, they nailed yeah. it. <laughs> they, they weren't uh, they weren't competing with like our modern, you know, 4K TVs. No, no. you know, people still had regular regular. Wait, old do you have TVs. a 4K TV? No, I don't. <laughs> do you have a 4K TV? No. Okay, so not our modern 4K TVs, <laughs> and then the, the world at large. <laughs> no, like like rich people. Yeah, rich. Yeah. I mean, rich people are. If they watch this episode, they'd be like, yeah. I don't know how rich people watch old TV at all. No, you they, can't. They just they, they just watch Planet Earth two over the, and yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> they watch that one part where the um, polar bear is swimming in the ocean and they are wearing three D glasses and they're yeah. like, "I'm there." <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they go book a trip, Marty, and they snap their fingers. <laughs> they go to that. Marty's swim. like, "Not once, sir." <laughs> he and works then, so hard, though. <laughs> he works so hard, and he delivers everything to them underneath a silver like dome thing, no matter yeah, what it is. Everything. <coughs> Clean underwear. Don't. <laughs> um He went to Harvard, you know. He did. He and did. every he says that to himself every day in the mirror. He's like, I went to Harvard. I mean, he got into Harvard <coughs> business, but he took this job instead. Yeah. Yeah. It's the connection to you. Know. Yeah, it's true. It's true. This will really pay off. That's what he says to himself every day at the end of the day. He's like, it's just who you know. Just who keep you know. keep doing it. For a couple of seconds out of the corner of his eye, he gets to watch 4K TV. Yeah. <laughs> But he never gets to wear the glasses. <laughs> Unless his boss is in Antarctica. Oh, when he's in Antarctica, <laughs> it's like he gets to go to Antarctica too. <laughs> he curates the the uh, Instagram stream. Oh, so. oh yeah. Wow. So he gets the access to the Google Drive. He gets to pick yeah. the best two pictures from the trip. Yeah. Oh, man. Curating someone else. I mean, I know it is a job, but that would be such FOMO all the time. Yeah. Because your life is inherently less cool. If you're the one curating someone else's exciting Instagram. Yeah. Especially yeah. if they're like a travel girl. Yes. Or even oh. if they like are Martha Stewart and they just have like cute dogs and cute, yeah. they bake stuff all the time. Yeah. I'm not baking stuff. I'm picking pictures. Yeah, exactly. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, maybe they love it. Who knows? I don't want to be in someone's mind. You know? When I like, when I see pictures of like fancy like food. Yeah. With, like, cause Martha Stewart made yeah. something. Like, I'm like, wow. Like, I can't believe people on earth are eating like that <laughs> it's like, that's true it seems otherworldly <laughs> like they really put a lot of time yeah. and energy into like their snacks yeah <laughs> and just, making them look just right yeah like i have like spent a long time like setting up an image for instagram yeah and even then i'm sure i'm like a fraction of the time that like I'm taking up a fraction of the time that people that are like really good at Instagram are taking because yes. I'm sure because I know that they take like 300 pictures and they choose one. Right. Well, and they have like specific flatware and dinnerware and mm -hmm. stuff that they use for when they take those pictures because mm -hmm. there's an aesthetic to the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure. And like Ooh. a specific kind of tablecloth, like different looks. Lighting. Like you probably don't pull out your lights. No, no. And I said probably because. I Who knows? There was a chance. There is a certain <laughs> amount of Instagram thirst that I have. Okay, but everyone who has an active yeah. Instagram, I think, has some level of Instagram thirst. No one is using Instagram purely just to document their lives. Because no, because you would just you could keep use, a photo album. You could do like Flickr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> In 2017, <laughs> if you open it, like yeah. you instantly fall into 2007. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like if you are on Instagram, you want other people to see what 
you know, it's performative. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you don't want people to see your real life. You want to see them. You want them to see. Well, the, yeah. The life that you've chosen to pretend you live. Yes. Yeah. Unless oh, yeah. you like decide to go to Big Brother, I guess. Mm. But then, even then, is that your real life? I mean, it is for that you're moment. living it. Do you yeah. mean? Do you mean the TV? Yeah, series television's or? Big Brother on CBS. <laughs> oh, it's a, yeah. You can watch it in primetime uh, on CBS, or you can watch it on Pop TV if you want to see Big Brother After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, wow. Big Brother After Dark. No, I was hoping for that Pop TV money. Yeah. Oh, ooh, <laughs> they're investing in original content as well as Big Brother After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> which you know gets the best ratings not their original content big, big brother, brother after dark, dark. <laughs> which, well, I, I feel like it's all it's all the promise that you're gonna get to see them naked exactly but i don't know that you actually i've i don't think i've ever seen big brother after dark i don't think it's i think it's like a little bit more cursing and it's not you don't watch challenges well i think it's like they cut like, together though. like i would suspect that anybody who's on big brother is so aware of their brand value that they're not going to show up naked on Big Brother After Dark because they're going to save it for for the show show right. But or like, like say when they want to like Maxim calls them and they're like oh, oh yeah. yeah that's interesting you're right because then everyone's like ooh I can't wait to see them naked well guess what you're like but what day. if they want to like they probably make out or whatever or like hook yeah. up oh I'm sure there's hookups yeah. and I'm sh- so here's my question do you think the cameras have like night vision they do right? oh they've got to they got to well I'll tell you I watched over six thousand hours of pop tv this past year (laughs) (laughs) welcome to another episode of tall dark and broody i'm one of your co-hosts kelly nugent and i'm the other co-host ryan mogi uh i'm your guest zach tobacco (laughs) (laughs) okay can this just be it (laughs) yes we have a very special guest with us today we have writer Zach Tobacco here with us in the studio. Welcome back, Zach. Hi, thanks for having me back. <laughs> I didn't welcome do back, it on purpose. I didn't mean it on purpose. Like I mean, welcome back. I wasn't yeah. trying to rhyme your name. I know you've heard all the rhymes your whole life. Sure, Zach Attack. I wasn't going to do them. We don't know if it's a sensitive topic. That's true. We could be. Are you like, sensitive to rhymes? No, <laughs> I'm sensitive to certain rhymes. Ryan, I don't mind crying. But when I was a kid, once I got into a bike accident and I, it was, that makes it sound much worse than it was, but I like hit a curb on my bike and my bike stopped and I went really like far. And so oh, they no. called me Flying Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't always feel good to think about. Yeah. Having that kind of nickname. Because it makes you relive the trauma of that the bike The trauma, accident. everyone laughing about it, everyone being so amused at my accident. <laughs> How much distance did you get? It wasn't super far. How much air did you get? But I was on a hill. So like Um, what happened is it was raining and the bikes, I don't know, I was like eight years old. I was not that old. But uh, it was raining and my bike wouldn't break. And I was coming down a wet hill and I had this like idea that if I drove my bike into a curb, it would stop the bike. But I didn't really consider the rest of it. I just was like, oh, you know, it'll be like, it'll stop it. So it did. It stopped the bike. It just didn't stop my body. Mm. which went like over and down the hill and my i was camping with family friends and so like the family friend dad oh, was no. sitting there like drinking his coffee and he looks up and he just saw me like go through the air <laughs> and yeah. land i mean i didn't break anything so it was fine but yeah it's so scary it was and i mean it, it, it i don't know man i was very klutzy so having a nickname like that 
it just reminded me how klutzy I was all the time. And when you're a kid, you're also sensitive. Remember how like when you'd fall down and even if you got hurt and someone's like, are you okay? You didn't want them to know because yeah. it's embarrassing. So you just like, no, I'm fine. But then like your wrist hurts real bad. And you're like, <laughs> right. no, no, it's fine. <laughs> you're bleeding in several places. Yeah, it's fine. You're like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a lot of rhymes. Smelly yeah. Kelly, Kelly Belly. I call you Kelly Belly sometimes. Or Kells Bells. Kells Bells. A lot of people do that. Yeah, it's fun. Is it fun? It's normal. It's average. <laughs> I feel medium about it's it. It's your life. Um, no one's ever called me Diane Ryan. God, I hope not. <laughs> got that going for me. They're waiting for the perfect life. <laughs> they're, they're waiting until like right before you pass. And they're yeah. like, Diane Ryan. And I go, oh. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um... So the CGI for the hamburger was a lot. <laughs> I guess I want to talk about it. I know it's the second episode and then we can go back chronologically. But the singer, the folk singer, Demon Face, mm-hmm. it was disturbing to me. Mm, it was scary, but it wasn't necessarily high quality CGI. So then I was like, am I really scared? <laughs> <laughs> well, because it did look like it looked like a Play-Doh face. Yeah, it looked really fakey. And then also, like, um, it looked like as if the video version, I'm not very well versed in video editing, but it looked like the video version of, like, if you just, like, make a mask at, on a Photoshop image, one of your yeah. layers, and then just put some fakey face underneath. Yes. And it's animated. So yeah, it, like, so it looked really, like like, just not well blended, really fake. But yeah. it was scary. I was scared. Yeah, it looked not high quality cgi but it still was like whoa well i think like there there's like a whole there's a whole team of people who just like pick points on your face to follow Mm -hmm. and match the cgi to and with the like with the hamburger there it was just a locked off shot so they didn't really have to do anything but when you have like the woman's like moving her head yeah even like micro movements like Mm -hmm. you have to like like blur the edges sure, of the CGI. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, it just makes it it there if they had a real budget, they would make it look nice, but they yeah. probably were like, oh, uh, hey, like, oh, I know it's 10 p.m., but uh can you can you do like a big CGI shot for us for right. tomorrow? Yeah. And, so and Bosses. like the the thing that kind of made me scared of, or like that was like viscerally unsettling about the Play Doh Plato-ishness of the face was it reminded me of like those old school stop motion uh things that like um like Rudolph the Red Red no, yeah that kind of thing it reminded me of that yeah and but it was like scary so I was like Ugh. like it was, yeah. it was scary I forgot what happened with her because oh, I know her band were demons but what was the deal with her why did she get her face like that I- she had an infection it was like a oh she, she got infected she had like a it was like an STD. Of like yeah. demon demon STD, cool. Um, yeah, and then, but that, that like like that whole episode like was the like case of the week resolved really fast. Yeah, because they don't care about that really. Yeah. Well, and it proves that all you need is Angel to be a little bit more hopped up, and he could solve things really quickly. Yeah, <laughs> just he could fight so hard. Yeah, and so, he. So why did um like is Cordelia? She's like out because she was it. Like, what's the oh, behind the scenes? Here's the thing. <laughs> She has this beau from another dimension who came to see her. He's a dream hunk. But and, wait. Well, my question is, 
I think it was like why no one's calling her why in real life oh I don't know is Cordelia not in two episodes because it's like well I know that she hid her pregnancy oh maybe she was pregnant so she because I know this is like the beginning of her being pregnant on the but then it's like later when she comes back she's like more pregnant so it's not like she skipped (laughs) um maybe she just only signed up for 18 episodes that year (laughs) <laughs> so they were like, "Well, we got to choose two, or you're gone." Well, like, like when I when I saw all the CGI money they threw at those two episodes that Cordelia's not in, I was like, "Oh, maybe, maybe they were they're using maybe her. they're like rubbing it in her face. They're like oh taking God. her salary and putting it into hamburger animation." Yeah. I mean, I do think that s- some of the things that happen, especially with Wesley wouldn't make narrative sense if she was there. Well, because she would be like, what are you doing? Well, and he would have told her. Yeah. Because he trusts her in a way he doesn't trust all the rest of them. Um, (gasps) Oh. What? She had a miscarriage and she needed to take time off to recover. Oh, that's really sad. Oh, but then she got pregnant. Yeah, that's true. Again, after, really quick. But that is sad. Um, That's really sad. That's really sad. sad. Um, But yeah, so... It, it, she's a notable absence and I think that things also happen faster than I remembered them mm-hmm. happening yeah Wesley it really does not take long for him to get the idea in his head to kidnap his best friend's child or his bo- his friend's child and deliver it to a cult mm-hmm. which doesn't seem like the best like does he think Holtz is the group of Holtz and his crew are the people who are best able to keep Connor from Angel? I didn't really get... So, okay, was it his goal? Right, it was his goal, always. Once he decided, okay, I need to save Connor because yeah. Connor is prophesized to be killed by Angel. Yes. Was it in his head to be like, my first thing is I'm going to deliver him to Holtz and the gang? I didn't get that. Like, I didn't get why. I mean, because the whole time he's like, talking shit about Holt to the red-haired lady. Yeah. Who he's like... I hate her. <laughs> yeah, she's so stupid. Anyway, sorry. She's so stupid. Anyway. <laughs> well, she slits Weston's neck. Like, who are you? You pretend like you're against vampires. You just m- tried to murder a human being. She just like, wants... Well, here's, she's selfish and has no direction, ex- and and Holt gives hey, her bits and pieces. Hey, a vampire killed her sister. <laughs> <laughs> a vampire has killed a lot of people's a sisters. A vampire killed her twin sister, and yeah. she's like really... You know, she 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 got caught up with Holtz. He's using his like smooth talking oh, Britishness. God. Yeah, he's. Oh my god! When he fell on her and they like looked at each other for Ew. a second, I was like, No, Ew. I do not care about whatever weird boner he has right now. <laughs> and we, when he's like, "What's Utah like?" and he's like, "Oh, I'm your father, and this lady is your mother," and she's like, "Ooh," and he's like, "What's Utah like?" and she's like, "It's pretty," and I was like, "Ew, stop, oh, stop." Yeah, have you ever been to Zion? Oh, yeah. Zion the National? roads are red. Oh, <laughs> what? It's amazing. <laughs> it's the best place for us to raise this stolen baby. <laughs> they have a lake and it's salty. <laughs> can you believe it? You can float in it. What? <laughs> um, oh, she doesn't talk like that. She talks like a normal No, she, no, she talks, she talks totally normal, normal, but you sounded exactly like Holtz. <laughs> 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 that is how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, but you were making a point before I talked about how awful she is. I don't know. I got derailed because, like, I really don't like... Like, I think she's so annoying. Oh, and did you want to hear something that... And you might have known this, but this is, like, trivia. What? Apparently, the part was, like, thought of for Kate, who was the, oh. the cop in the first couple seasons, who 
got wrapped up in Angel and all this stuff and then yeah. like ended like really ha- unhappy with her life and really like despondent or like really bitter about everything. Her dad got murdered and stuff. So it was written that she would be recruited by Holtz. And I was like, that makes more sense of why we spent so much time with her. Yeah, it makes so much more sense. But I already hated that character. So I don't know that I would have been happy to see her. Who Who on the show do you like? Cordelia. I like Cordelia. She's not here all week. <laughs> I, like I like Angel. Fred. I love Lauren. I like love Fred. Lauren. I like Gunn. Yeah. I like Wes. I like Wes. I feel really bad for Wes. I like Because he got his throat slit. Yeah, his throat slit. <laughs> but also because like, I don't know. He at that point had made such a mistake that I like <laughs> he had not just the baby got taken. Yeah. Because he was giving away the baby anyway. That he had immediate consequences to be like, oh no. Yeah. Like, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. You really have to hold your hand right up against your neck. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah. I mean, just do it until someone finds you. I don't know. (sighs) I don't know if it ever works, but every time I see someone get their throat set in a TV show or movie, they hold their hand right up and uh, odds are, odds are they'll show up in the next episode. Yeah, exactly. If their hand is not there, you see the open throat and And then then all the blood. And then it all goes out. Yeah. Yeah. You get that hand there. You know what I kind of like? Mm. I'm saying this. I said it like I like it a lot, but I enjoy when if someone gets their slip, throat slit and then it's like, honestly, anytime you get cut and there's a moment where there's no blood. Yeah. And then, and then the blood, blood just like slowly, like, shh. Yeah. I like that effect. I like that effect too. I like, um, yeah, because then you're just like, oh, ma- no. Oh. <laughs> or when something gets sliced off and you have a second and then you, you doesn't come off right away. Yeah. Like an arm or a body part or the half of a body. Yeah. And you have just like this moment of like, did the knife go through? Oh, it went through. Yeah. Well, that's like ghost ship, which I've talked about many times, but it's where um, <laughs> I will see it, Kelly. In the, that's in, like the, the like, there's like the, the high tension wire. Yeah. Like, and it yeah, goes, yeah. And like everyone is still kind of alive. And then they're like, oh no. And then the top half of their body just slides off the bottom yeah. half. And, and a little dead. girl is. The little girl's fine. I feel like yeah. Resident Evil also. Does Similar like with the lasers. Yes. Those kinds of things really freaked me out when I was a kid. And I think like seeing those, actually, I I wasn't a kid at that time. (laughs) I think it just freaked me out in general. (laughs) What? Lasers or anything like that? Anything that slices you and you don't know you're done for until. Yeah. It reminds me of um, in season two of Fargo when the sheriff tells um, Kirsten Dunst and her husband. Yeah. um, The story about. It, in in war, there was like this kid that like got his legs blown off by, uh, and he kept trying to get up because he yeah. didn't realize he was dying, and so everyone was just like, just lay down. And then he's like, "You guys have that look in your eyes because you don't yeah. know you're dead yet." And it's like, oh man, Fargo is depressing. It's really depressing, but it's very good. It is very good. I haven't finished the third season. I am just doing the second. Se- I'm just oh. catching up with the second season right okay. now, which is tremendous. Well, I almost said something about the end of the second season. Oh, so thank God. God. I did. Ah. <laughs> Do you watch Fargo? No. It's okay. You should. I love it. You should watch it. Did you see the film? Yeah, I did. Okay. It's very much the same vibe as the film. So if the film is something that you're like, ooh, I wish I could see those ideas and themes explored over 13 episodes, it's totally worth doing. But if you're also like, you know what? I feel like I got my Fargo. That's okay. Yeah. You're not not really going to get anything else. The only thing the second season gives you is that in the 70s. Oh yeah, it's in the seventies. <laughs> so you get like high waisted jeans and uh, old cars, mustaches, mustaches. Um, 
but still the same, like, you know, worthless people fucking up and well, and the idea that like we can't escape, we're all like rats in a cage and happiness is fleeting and our own desires are what is going to ultimately entrap us, which I feel like this, uh, these two episodes have that feeling, yeah, which is like Wesley's like desire to have purpose and, uh, you know, trying to like, well, first of all, he gets so obsessed with research because he's like, I got to ignore the fact that Gunn and Fred are dating. It's really upsetting to me. So my books. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, now this prophecy, I have to like stop it because this gives me purpose. Why is it that uh, Wesley isn't like, hey, Angel, this prophecy is like, says you're going to kill that baby. I think because he doesn't trust, like, I feel like he thinks the prophecy is going to happen no matter what. But yeah, it is strange that he doesn't be like, why don't I just have Angel help me solve this problem? Yeah, especially because Angel is like, <clears throat> like a self-sacrificing sort. Yeah. Like, I don't think he would say, screw it, I'll put Connor in danger because I don't believe the prophecy. Yeah. Maybe he's afraid that yeah. like something that Angel does will cause Connor's death. So maybe yeah. he's like, just remove Angel from the situation completely. But even then, it's like you're going to abscond with his baby and like... I mean, especially to give the baby to people who hate Angel. Angel and who don't care, value human life. Like, it's just so, it so, doesn't seem like, a, it would almost be better to give it to Wolf Reinhardt, which obviously, whoa. I know, I know, it's a bad That's idea. That's crazy. But like. Lila, she seems like she's got a tough exterior, but she probably, she'd love a little baby. Well, because remember how she oh was talking God. to her mom on the phone? I was like, oh, we're going to see more Lila because now they're humanizing her. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. But then in that next episode, she's like, I haven't been a human for a really long time. I think she's lying. I think she's like saying that to tell herself yeah. and Angel. I don't know. The things that she does are without remorse are things that a person who has empathy probably would do less of. Yeah. I mean, she does some pretty fucked up shit. Yeah. She does try to take the baby. Yeah. She puts the baby in danger by because, like, he wasn't supposed to know that Connor's blood was in his blood. She just wanted to put the baby in danger. It was crazy. Like, it was crazy that she did that. Like, trick feeding a father the blood of his son. I was it's like, damn. There were a couple parts where I was like, these two episodes are fucked up. I yeah. forgot about this. Like, the blood thing was, like, real fucked up. It's, yeah. Um... I noticed she really casually ordered 30-year-old scotch at mm -hmm. the bar with yeah. uh, ice cubes, mm -hmm. which I feel is like, <laughs> just like a way to like really like play and like upset people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel like also, because everything and she how about does- like a spritz of rosé in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, like, I feel like a lot of things she does are to just like fuck with but at the same time, she's holding up the institution but thinks she's fucking with it. Why is she? I mean, I know that her work is bugged, right? But like, and this happens in TV all the time where like a hot lady goes to the bar. She sits by herself and then anyone who wants to talk to her, she's really rude to. And it's mm. like, you're drinking in public, dude. Mm. You could drink at your house. Yeah. And then no, you like, what are you doing? Wait, so did she know she was going to meet Saj in there? Not the first. Not when she was like, not you. Oh, not on your best day. Oh, that such a, and why be mean? Because she's, she's mean. Lila. She's and mean. Is that, is that bar like the bar where the demons go? Because nobody reacted to the... Yeah. Was it like only they could see Sajin or... I don't know how Sajin works. How come he didn't use his like people face? Unknown. Unknown. Does he have a people face? Yeah. It's just the actor without the makeup on. <laughs> he looks a lot like that nice. actor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I did. I yeah, wasn't sure. Like, because no one noticed. Yeah, you you'd think that people would react to something like that, and I get that. Like, she works for a company mm-hmm. that like plays demons all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, yeah, when the bartender is like, "Hey, do you want a do you want a rosé or something?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd think he'd be like, "Oh, what, what happened to your face?" Even even if he was just trying to be polite and be like, "Oh." We get we get crazy cultists in here. So yeah, let's just be nice about this. But yeah, it was nothing. It was no. So reaction. I wonder if Maybe. this is like a place where a lot of Wolfram and Hart people go, and then so it's like also Which like it's a high end caritas. Like yeah, that, like that would be like like that's a that's a whole show on its own. Like yeah. Cheers in the world of Angel. Yeah, like, that would be really that'd be really cool. cool. Instead, we get no explanation. No, I mean maybe. Mm. I mean. She goes there. That's her place. Her so place. maybe she meets all kinds. Of, like if the bartender sees someone like that talking to her, he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe he sees, I see. So it's like, oh, that person's talking to one of the suits. I get it. It's Yeah, a, that's what they do. So Yeah. Thing. She just ordered a $400 shot. So yeah. Yeah. With, no with ice in it. With ice <laughs> in Two it. Two cubes. Two cubes. Yeah. Not yeah. even those like ones that don't melt. Yeah. Um, so I felt like also the beginning... Oh, I'm skipping around so much. The beginning want- of the second episode. Uh-huh. We should maybe just talk about the first episode. Okay. So the first one is called Loyalty. Mm-hmm. It begins with a nightmare. Yes, Wesley. A weird nightmare where you can tell things are wrong because everyone is so nice to Wesley. Everyone's super nice to him. And also, like, <laughs> he's sleeping. But he looks um, like a corpse. Kelly just did a sleep pose. Yeah, I just put my head <laughs> slightly downward. And then... Uh, Gun and Fred come in and are talking about him, but don't bother to lower their voices. And so it's already kind of weird because it's like, why? What's happening? And he's not waking up. And then he's like, I was working on that. Yeah. And like wakes up. And the newspapers are all in order. Yeah. But he doesn't want anyone to see what he's doing because he wants to keep it a secret. Well, one thing like about that secret thing. It's like a fun, it's a fun acting tool. Yeah. Yes. Where, you know, if you're in a scene and you have a secret uh-huh. that mm-hmm. you want to keep from the other people in the scene, it's like, uh, gives you a lot, gives you a lot of uh, strong objectives. Yeah. Yes. Motivation. Yeah. Um, It just gives you texture. So yeah. he, he had a fun time with that because yeah, he, he gets to be. He was really like chewing up the scene. He was. <laughs> he was very like, also just. Like looked very like I'm sleepy. Like he looked so yeah. sleepy, but also like and anxious. He like he slept in the wind or something because it's like hair and everything. Like he looks very. <laughs> he just looks very like oh. He's like uh, David Tennant in Broadchurch. Yes. Oh, of, he does Broadchurch. have that vibe. Yeah. He told, or, and it or is even so windy on the moors. Mur- get more murdered. He's already like oh life. Yeah. Oh God, he is totally having those vibes. Yep. And it doesn't like it. It helps that like if you like unfocus your eyes, they look very similar, the two of them. So it's yeah. Like, I mean, Wesley's very tan in this episode, though. <coughs> Do you guys notice how tan he was these last yeah. Two episodes? Here's the thing: I think he has, and not that David Tennant has it in Broadchurch, a little, but I think Wesley is coming into his own. Is like he's willing to fight people. Oh yeah, like he he's very physical. <laughs> With his enemies. Oh yeah, he punched that dude in the throat. Yeah, well, like like in the the other episodes I watched were like early in the mm, first season. Yeah, so he's he definitely has like like more of a com- confidence and like less manic energy. Yeah, yes, 
Because he now, like, at least has in his mind the person that he's supposed to be, which is, like, research slash boss man. Yeah. So he's like, I need to be tough. And he knows how to punch people. So he punches, he, like, and he also is like, you know what? Uh, Stuff won't get taken care of unless I do it. So he, to his detriment, Mm -hmm. keeps a bunch of secrets and is like, well, this is how it has to be solved. Yeah. We learn that he and Angel are completely hip to the fact that that woman that comes in and is like crying about her son is a plant. Is she the first episode or second? That's the first She's episode. First Do you think they know from the first? No, no they don't know until they don't know I, until yeah. they like they figure that out at the end of the episode because yeah. at the beginning of the episode she comes. She's like, my son got just got murdered. Help me help kill the vampires. And then Fred's like, you know what, Wes? You should totally ask her on a date. That her was, son just died. You're being really nice to her. You should like go out and make out or something. I'm like Fred, <laughs> I know you want to feel better about the fact that you knew he liked you and you started dating someone else, which you shouldn't feel bad about. But like, no, yeah, this and it, woman's son just died, and she and she comes at it too because it's it's so obvious that she does feel bad. Like mm-hmm. she she is assigning a lot of guilt to this, where she's like, yeah. oh. Look at him. He's just with his books. How sad. When it's like, Wesley's got some like weird shit going on. Yeah. Like, all of it is not from you. But because it happens right after she and Gunn have their first fight at the pier. Yeah. yeah well, it's. You know, yeah. so the thing that I was so fascinated by in that in that sequence was um her cool sideways ponytail. Mm. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I want to ask you. Did you ever have a period where you had a cool sideways ponytail? I had a high po- high side. High side. Yeah, I've yeah. done like that. This one. Yeah, when I, I did that. Yeah, when I was little, I have done a side low. I guess you both have yeah reasonably long hair, so you could literally have one right in. One Should minute. we just do it? Yeah, I think we got to do it. Okay. The guest at this isn't this isn't a visual medium. Okay. No, but, but you'll is, be more comfortable. This is special How high for was it? me. It oh, wasn't that high. It was like this, I think. Yeah, hers wasn't this high. This yeah. is really high. That's that's like 80s. You should be wearing like black and pink leggings. And my bangs should be permed. You had bangs permed? No, but I'm saying okay. 80s look. It was more like this, right? Yeah, hers was yeah. like that. Well, I've a, been a side braid person for much of my mm. adult life. Yes. Side braid is di- Whenever a hair is in a braid, though, it's different than a pony. Sure. Like it's very, it's a totally different look. Yeah. So. Yeah, so we're side braiding. This is a classic look, I think. I feel like the the audience is missing out. <laughs> we'll take a pic. We'll post it to Insta. We'll take 30 pics. We'll pick the best one. Yeah. We'll yeah. put a filter on it. And then we'll, we'll have someone carry it. Yeah, then we'll pay someone to carry it, our stuff. Uh, Marty. <laughs> I feel like Gun and Fred's fight, I don't know, it doesn't feel like real people because anybody who's an adult who's had a job knows that like, when you're talking about mixing business with pleasure, you're just talking about like whether you date people you work with. You're not talking about like, well, if literally while in the process of doing your job, you should also be on dates. Like that's such a childish idea of what it is to work with your boyfriend. Well, cause dates are dates yeah. and work is like, and I don't mean that in a rude way, but like, you, yeah, if you're doing a stakeout at the carnival, you aren't there to win prizes and be on a date. Like, and they've also like in the like three episodes ago, because they were so busy making out, like 
nuts a guy got yeah. like pulled under the ground. But I, I think the reason why you gun you can't win them all. You can't. No. I think the reason why gun is so cavalier though is because he knows that the whole reason that uh, Wesley chose him to stake it out was because he was like. You should do it alone. He said, doesn't he say like, just you go. Yeah. And he's like, Which all right, me he might have died in retrospect. Yeah. And like, he, cause he wanted selfishly to, uh, separate, to not have them be able to hang out. Okay. So but is, ma- is oh, Wesley like he, he's got a crush on. Yeah. Fred. He was carrying a torch for Fred. Oh yeah. Um, but he never really made, he didn't ever made any moves. Yeah. He, but she also kind of knew that he was into her. So it's like if it if she wanted to be with him, they would be together. But yeah, but she had a crush yeah. on God, like someone else. You know, it's always a giveaway that when somebody's like, "Hey, you should date this other person." It's like, uh-huh. uh huh, uh, yeah, like, no, exactly. You know, you yeah, th- yeah. You stop thinking yeah. about dating me because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got I've got a great idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, to channel your energy <laughs> yeah. away from me. I have a focus that is not me. <laughs> yeah, for and you to be on that focus is a grieving mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go. You're both broken. Yeah. Okay, you both have stuff to figure out. Yeah. Put your heads together. Yeah. I the gun should know better, I think. He's a grown adult. Yeah, but I think he just doesn't he doesn't respect authority. He doesn't respect right, Wes. But, and I guess maybe he hasn't had a job before. I maybe. just you, I jobs think, cannot function if people are current are on dates during the execution of their because didn't you ever babysit? Yeah. Sure what is, is the number one thing that happens that ru- that gets kids in trouble? A significant other comes over and they make out on the couch. Yep. They have a date during work. You got to wait until you're not working. Or Well, I think the thing is, and I think Gunn is right here, where he's like, we're not in any danger because it's the daytime. The vampires aren't out. But how old is Gunn really? Like, and Unknown. He, he looks, That's true. He, he, looks like, he looks like an adult because he's got that like, Shave head yeah. look that like he is like a real copy kind of look. He yeah, does kind of like, like a cop. He does kind of look like a cop. He could be like twenty three. Yeah, he could be twenty three. This could be his first real. Job. And he he invented a job of demon killer in his hometown. Like yeah. that's how he started out. So it's not like he's been having a boss for a long time. And he was the <laughs> boss of that job too. Even so, it's just logical because here's the thing: when you're on a date with the person you're really into they're your priority and you're not paying attention to other things like yeah by definition yeah you can't I, be good at both at the same time that's what he wants though he said call me greedy but i want both you at the same time that means you're going to have a worse dates and worse job i know like I, but there's a there is an advantage if you have a um if you have an expense account at your job <laughs> Okay, if he had made that argument, I would mean, he'd be like, girl, we can write Alf all our cotton candy. And I would be like, yes, yeah. do it. Now I understand. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we better have a meeting on this Ferris wheel. <laughs> Quick, we need a private place to talk. Join me in the front row of the roller coaster. <laughs> okay, yeah, if they if he had made the economic argument, I would have been so down. Yeah. It's just, instead he was just like, it doesn't matter, we can do it. But also, I think you called it that, like, he doesn't respect authority, and I think that rules are there on for purpose. Yeah. See, for me, I wasn't as annoyed because I don't really care for rules. But, but oh, man, that's how you get in trouble. <laughs> and you're, I want the two of them to have a good relationship, and I think the only way for them to do it is to ha- give themselves some special date time and work yeah. time. Just like the, on their dates, they probably shouldn't talk about work. 
Like, sure. Have a flourishing personal and professional relationship. Yeah. <sighs> oh, well. I mean, it was good that she ended up being there because otherwise he would have died. Yes. She saved him and they had a cute moment and then they got to at breakfast, talk it out. Yeah. And she was like afraid he was going to break up with her. It's like weird. It's like, dude. <sighs> Whatever. She doesn't have a lot of confidence because of all that time in Pylea. That's true. And of course, don't forget the pan too. They're being spied on by everyone spied on all the time. I was like, so like I took a note where I was like, I, cause we haven't seen Holtz for a yeah. couple episodes. I was like, man, I forgot how boring the Holtz thing is. Like, I don't care about anything he's doing. I don't care about him really. Like until he takes Connor, I'm like, I'm not interested. Yeah. I guess I'm interested theoretically in the idea of like humans training themselves to fight vampires with this focus on a single vampire like they take the vampires and they chain them up and how like twisted that is or whatever but in execution it's a lot of speeches this is your first time seeing Holtz right yeah what was your impression it must be exhausting to like have to do that ridiculous accent because i don't <laughs> yeah i can't imagine that that's the way that guy really talks all the time i hope not for his um, family yeah but yeah and and also like i one of my favorite things about him was that when he talked about angel he always called him angelus yes and it really made me think of gentleman broncos you ever see that no well it's um it's about like uh like uh uh like kind of weenie sci-fi writer okay um and one of the things that they do in that is whenever whenever you're coming up with names for your for your wacky alien uh-huh. characters you add either anus or inus <laughs> so like like to make angel seem like oh like uh, like old time yeah um in like fantasy world it's the like angelus yeah like, oh, ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it's it such a weird lay on in their scenes that's like yeah. just like a distraction in the dialogue that yeah. Like yeah doesn't it doesn't add anything it's just like oh and he's weird yeah and like they now have him he has abandoned his little like half cloak thing he was wearing yes because he was wearing his like 1800s clothes for a while yes and now he's in like silk button downs I feel like SoCal rubs off on everybody. Yeah, I think he's gone. He's, he's gone LA. I don't think he's gonna have fun in that hell dimension because he's like such an LA boy now. Oh, uh, he yeah, he doesn't even remember what it was like to be in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, so he's just gonna like he can use. It's gonna be tough. He's gonna be like, how can I yelp a cold pressed juice place? <laughs> <laughs> he, um, also like, I and that's the thing too, right? Where like like you said, it theoretically is an interest. Like if you're gonna tell me there's this guy who's like bent on revenge. And he basically takes advantage of people who like have lost everything important to them, feeds them just the barest tidbit of like yeah. familial connection. Cause he's not really leading them on except for the fact that like he knows they're vulnerable and offers them a place to be. And that's yep. it. And then they like, especially the red haired lady, like ascribes, she ascribes like so much like familial connection yes. to what they have. Well, and maybe a little. And maybe sexual. Yeah. Um, But he's like barely, like barely feeding that. And it yeah. very well, and it definitely shows that he does not care about any of these people. But then they like turn, 
there's also the turn of him not killing Connor makes no sense. Yeah, the, the objectives are a little messy. So is with, it that with he, everybody? Is it that he like is like really obsessed with revenge in the theoretical sense, and then like once he, he's like, can I do to him what he did to me? Can I kill this child? Do I, you remember your dead wife, Caroline, or your dead kids? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay, that's he a line, killed. That's the line from that Shah yeah. John. Yeah, Shah John. Um, Holtz did kill his daughter, his by own daughter, the way, because she was a vampire. Yeah. So, like, Holtz, and she wasn't even being mean. No. She was like, Daddy, I love she you. She was confused about what she was. What's going on? I I'm feel strange. And he was like, Okay, I'm going to throw you outside in the sunshine. And she died. He was more like, No. Uh, no. Well, after, but first he was. Oh, like, right. He was angry. Yeah. And he threw out and she died. And then she turned into Van Face. But anyway, <laughs> the, he killed one of his kids, which yeah. I feel like he should feel a little more guilt. I know it was not that long ago in his mind. It was like three months ago or something. Mm-hmm. But like, he should be wrestling with that. Well, that's the thing. He's not because he's too. This is the, this is the thing that like all people super bent on like revenge killing, revenge, whatever, is that most of the time. I will say 80% of the time, not yeah. all, but 80, because I, I wouldn't say for Kill Bill, this is the case, but most of the time when it's just like a man on a revenge killing thing, it's because he feels guilty for something. Yeah. And I know he feels guilty, but he's like, mm, squash, squash, squash. Yeah. I'm going to do my plan of like hurting Angel back. And Which, he yeah. had like, um he had a really like fully thought out name to rename oh yeah Connor. three names yeah yeah i've wrote it down let me see what it is <laughs> in <laughs> your tight nice notes, notes. Yeah, yeah. stephen franklin thomas your name will be stephen franklin thomas and they'll go live in utah together <laughs> and this is your mother and i'm your father and we'll live in utah she's like oh, what <laughs> me the mom <laughs> crazy like as a family <laughs> yeah yeah i i think that their morality as a cult is so questionable because they're willing to kill all these humans. And for, I mean, isn't that all cults? Like they're and they're studying angel investigation, so they know that angel investigations as a thing helps people. Like that's their that's what they do. So they're murdering all of the people who help angel help people. Well, they're just like a cult based on like xenophobia, which is rooted in an, an act of like horror to them in the past. But how does like Aubrey when she comes and she tells the sob story about her son and mm-hmm. then they do, they go kill the vampires. How does she not like see the worth in that? I don't know. See, these are the things like, I, I, and I don't think I want to spend more time with Holtz's crew, but I yeah. feel like they're just like these, they do what the script tells them to do. That's like all cults though. Like the Manson murders, like all that stuff. It's like, I feel well, like. Okay. The Mansons, I think help. It helps. Here's the thing. It helps when cults have drugs. Yes. Because that explains a lot of stuff away. Yeah. But like, there's no drugs here. Like that Aubrey woman is a grieving, angry mom. Yeah. Like that's who she is. So the fact that she doesn't recognize that they, the role that they, the role that Angel Investigations plays for people like her, like that disconnect, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And they show her mercy. Like, I don't, how yeah. do they not see, like, well, they don't have she, to like, champion them, but she should have a second thought before her crew decides to murder Wesley and Gunn and Fred. And I'm well, not talking about Angel. I, I think it connects to the fact that the objectives of Holtz and his crew are so muddied by their behavior because they're, they're all about like, oh, we're, we're going to kill Angel. And then they seem to have a bunch of opportunities to do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but instead they're like, oh, but. Well, we could kill him, but we could also, like, take the little baby. 
There's no there's no blood coming from the ceiling right now. Okay, um, not right now. All right. <laughs> you were in the middle of making a point, but we have to talk about that too. Oh, the blood? The three signs and how he sees them and how he Some interprets. Some of it's like kind of a stretch. Well, the first earthquake, I was like, all right, that's barely an earthquake. That can't be what yeah. Hamburg was talking about. Second earthquake and the fire, sure. Sure. But the blood, did y'all see blood coming out from the sky? I think it was just when Angel throws the cup of blood and then it's like. There, well, after the, the second earthquake, he had he got his head bumped. Yeah. Right. And so he's he, dripping it he down was, onto Connor. Yeah. But but there is no not, way. That's bad prophecy connections. Maybe. I know. Because that is not blood dr- coming from the sky. No, it's coming from a person. If it said sure. blood raining down on the baby. Sure. Sure. Then sure. But I think well, Wesley I think, is looking for things. I think maybe maybe when you're a hamburger and you have to come up with like a like a rhyming prophecy. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, you know, you you mm. shorthand it. Yeah. Like, oh well, you know. And then afterwards, you're like, I guess that could work. It's fine. I'm not <laughs> I'm, gonna think about I'm it. I'm a goddamn hamburger, not the Riddler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's not perfect, but you get the point. Yeah. <laughs> And cut yourself some slack hamburger. Yeah, you're a good, you're a good hamburger. <laughs> you're good at being a hamburger, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> know your strengths. Um, yeah, because also in that scene, the whole like supposed to be so freaky when Angel's like, at least I have a snack. That was I was like, but like it sounds like he's talking about his own blood, which that Ew. I guess that's a snack. What I. I think that they must have been trying to like set up that he's um, when he drinks those like tall glasses of blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's already drinking Connor's blood. Hopped up. Um, yeah. As like the as the exciting teaser for. But then you would week. deal with that more strongly. Like I felt like either he is implying I will eat my own baby or he's not. If he is, we got to deal with that in the next episode. Like right. Too sweet. Yeah. Like. Like, we should cut back to that same moment and Wes be like, what'd you say? And then Andrew be like, uh. Yeah, that'd be a great, <laughs> that'd be a great opportunity for Wes to be like, oh, you know, I read this uh, prophecy. It's crazy <laughs> that you say that because remember when I was maniacally laughing and gave no explanation? Oh my God, I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh yeah. When I seemed to have lost my mind, which I think he was losing his mind, but it's like, I don't know that, I know Angel's kind of like a, doofus and especially in the first episode because he's just so like happy to be a dad and all the stuff and filled with love and everything but like i think if one of your friends just starts laughing and is like it just life and you're like oh my god tell me what's going on with you i know but the thing is angel's not gonna do that because angel's too self-centered he's like and he's also kind of oblivious so maybe he's just like that was weird i don't know (laughs) but it was like weird it was intense cackling about just life being funny. And then Angel's like laughing along with him. And he's like, what are we laughing about? That was cute. <laughs> I'm worried about Connor. He's in a hell dimension. I don't. Kortoth. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what happens with Connor. But I kind of was like, oh, this seems like a production decision. Because it's like really difficult to have a baby yep. on set all the time. Yeah. Yep. So they're like, let's get rid of this baby. We'll put him in another dimension. So he can come back in a couple of, of weeks as like a grumpy teenager. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's that would be a really effective way to get around that. Yeah, because then I mean it'd be effective because like you'd have someone that could take direction rather than just a baby. 
They and take, like, and he, they can have lines. Yeah. And he yeah. really, he really hates vampires. Like not just because Holtz trained him to hate vampires, but yeah. also because like his dad was like a vampire and was yeah. like, like not a good dad. Yeah. So there's like a personal, but also like yeah. philosophical reason to hate. Yeah. Angel. That's an interesting thing. Cause I feel like you hear about that. If you're like a weird true crime person, or if you like to read books like face on the milk carton, mm-hmm. when someone is kidnapped and then they have this like, problem against the people their original parents because mm-hmm. they're like you didn't protect me like it's a weird thing mm-hmm. because like nobody wants their kid to be kidnapped so, like no one does it on purpose yeah but once it happens somebody does not nobody does okay right wait so someone involved. kidnapping hold no. on so, so the kidnapper does it on purpose right no, i'm sorry none of the parents if you're yeah if your child is kidnapped you did you didn't it's not your fault right yeah it's the kidnapper yeah fault. it's really a dick move the kid to blame their parents but i think it's just like an anxious thing i don't know if you guys watched finding carter the short-lived mtv series it's kind of amazing (laughs) this girl like at i think like 17 finds out that her mom is not her mom (gasps) yeah yeah and so she has to go live with this her birth family that she just like had no idea like she just her mom was like always like kind of flaky but she just didn't know and then it's not her mom her mom has to go to prison goes to jail immediately and so she has to just go live with the fam- her biological family, who she's never met, who she doesn't remember. She was like two when they left. And she has like a sister who's one year younger than her. And like, mm. whatever, she has a whole family. Wow. It's pretty great. Finding Carter. It's soapy, wonderful stuff. Is but- that true? True docu? Oh, no, no, TV, no. no. This not? is Soap Central. Because okay. there's like cute boys at the new school. There's cute boys at the mm. old school. Torn between an yeah. old life and a new one of the boys has the same part in two shows. I can't remember what the other show is. Where he's, I think he's also on the Fosters. He's on the Fosters and Finding Carter as this long-haired, semi-bad boy who really just loves the main character and wants in a true way. But like she can't accept love because she doesn't love herself. Oh. And he plays that in two shows that I was watching simultaneously. I would get so confused. Because <laughs> in one, he'd like tell a sob story about his mother being a crack addict. And the other one, he'd tell a sob story about his mother like being alcoholic. And I'd get confused about like, <laughs> which show. <laughs> which which sob story right it's like are you frank or trevor right now <laughs> um that actually happened in real life this girl um took a selfie with her mom uh-huh and then it was like revealed like through that someone saw <gasps> it and it was like oh no 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 that's not your mom that lady stole you from the hospital that's awful your real mom has been looking for you for 17 years i mean it's good that you eventually find out yeah but like it, it's also like how horrible it is. Is it with your new mom? Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, your old mom because you love that person. I know, and then you're like, is everything a lie? Yep. Uh, lots of therapy. You need it. Yeah. Well, I mean, therapy. I mean, I. It's also like if you go to a new school where there's lots of like drama happening, that mm-hmm. also helps. Yeah. Cute boys mm-hmm. running around. Mm-hmm. I think they throw a a big like charity ball at some point. I'm it's sure they do. I'm sure they do. Um, Finding Carter, guys. Well, I'm going to keep plugging it. It's been <laughs> off the air for a year. Oh, they might bring it back. You know, uh, I, I don't know, man. I think it's fully canceled. <laughs> but if you hear, it, you know, you they, have, they said that about Arrested Development. And, yeah, they'll reboot it. I'm trying to build the groundswell. Oh, yeah. try to like plant the seeds, okay. get some interest. Oh, but while I'm doing this, also you should watch Sweet Vicious because that's better. But watch both. Tell MTV you want double reboots. Double reboot. Um, 
what else happened? Oh, so then, okay. I think we kind of like just merged both episodes together. Yeah, we've kind of just like been bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. It's so, the show is so much more um, serialized than in the early episodes. And like the case of the week in each episode is resolved so quickly and with virtually no effort. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of all about that baby and Holt's business. And I think we see so much of it, especially in these two episodes, because this kind of stuff has kind of taken a backseat to a little bit more like fun, frivolous stuff uh, in the episodes right up to this. And there were like, you know, like romance elements. um, And then it's like, okay, you know what? We need to have, we need to focus again on this like main arc it totally like we've got two basically like quote big bad yeah. episodes in a row. It just sucks that I'm not invested in this big bad. I mean, I think you have uh, grown weary of Connor too. I am very tired of the of Connor. So I think I am a little more invested just because I care what happens to the baby. A little. I, I pretty I'm much like invested. Yeah, yeah. You're you're right. So, so I, yeah. Uh, I feel like this is a moral issue for you two. Mm. Which one is you like babies? You're anti babies. I guess I'm. And she's like, not always for all humans. She's I not just, against all babies. I'm not against all. Ba- I'm against babies in TV and film because they're think, boring. Yeah, and I was. Yeah. I was thinking about your baby problem. <laughs> I think you also. Yeah, they're boring. You you don't really have much. Like you wouldn't watch the show Parented. You don't want to see, you don't really care mm. about like the magic of becoming a parent and people talking about that all the time and being like, look at this new thing that's the most important thing in the world to me. Yeah, like I, you'd rather watch like space pirates fight each other. Probably. I mean, I do, I do think like, but that's the thing. I, I actually am interested in like a family drama if it is like, how is this person dealing with parenthood? Uh-huh. Rather than like, it seems like this baby is taking too much center stage with this show. And like, Angel has just become more boring to me with this baby. Well, I think when you have a move like that, it's uh, sort of one of the questions to always go back to is like, what is the fun of this show? Yeah. Like this show is fun because it's like, oh, like demons fighting and like solving demon yeah. crimes and mm-hmm. shit. And when it's like, oh, and... uh what if we have like a five minute sequence at the baby doctor? Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's time you're taking away. Like this show is on 40 minutes every week. Right. And if you spend 10% of it, like shaking hands with a baby doctor, you're not yeah. having the fun yeah. of the show. And I guess I don't mind. And these episodes are much stronger. Uh like there's a lot more Connor stuff because of what they are. But like, I don't mind if when they go to the ballet at home, they have to set up babysitting. Like, I don't, I feel like that's fine for me as angels development right now is he's a new dad and that's where he's mm. at. Like, I don't find that boring. Yeah. I mean, uh, he just, his baby's gone. So he's in a new chapter. Yeah. <laughs> so I now also, I'm like, like, now we've got like a despair angel whose son was just kidnapped to another dimension. So like, I don't, I know I don't have to watch anymore. Happy dad mm-hmm. angel. But like, yeah, I just, I'm not over, I, I, yeah, I was invested in what happened to Connor. I do think Wes made dumb choices. I was more frustrated with Wes in these episodes than I was like, ugh, Connor. I was more yeah. like, come on, Wes. See, somebody. I was more like, uh, like, 
I did not care. I think a big thing affecting this is that this is no ordinary baby because I. Because it's so fucking cute. It is a very cute baby, but I'm not going to spoil anything. But I because I know what's in the future for this show, particularly in the fairly like imminent future. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I get. I see what you're saying, but it's 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 my own thing where I'm projecting. So I'm like, well, no. I mean, you just you have that knowledge. I think for me, it's just like, oh, it's a baby, and it's still infinite because babies are possibilities, right? Like, they're, sure, they sure. could be anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what that baby is, <laughs> but like, it could be that baby could be a firefighter. <laughs> sure, that baby could be sweet as pie. That baby sure. could be anything. Sure, but yeah, we know what the baby is. <laughs> A surly teenager? I plead the fifth. Fifth. Okay. I was going to try to plead something else. It would uh. be funny, like the fourth estate or something. Huh, but funny. then I couldn't come up with another really good one, which is <laughs> Search and Seizure. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Uh, I have a question. Come on, though. dude. Like, what's, um, <laughs> what's Lorne's story? Ooh. Where do we begin? Because he's, like, uh, he's like a prominent presence in the beginning of the second episode we watched, but not at all in the other one. Well, he's like recently added to the team, sort of. Uh, he, well, okay. So, have you seen him at all, or is this your no, first this experience? Okay, first. so he owns and runs a uh, a bar, a swanky kind of. You know, he's talking about the Rat Pack, like kind of that kind of vibe bar that it that welcomes demons and humans and is a safe place for both. That would be a great place for Lila to hang out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she's a little too seedy for that. Wow. <laughs> I think. Yeah, the the bar is pretty swank and it also has like a it's running karaoke all the time because Lauren has a, this ability which you discovered maybe for the first time at the end of the second episode <laughs> or in the second episode Lauren's ability is that he can if you're singing he can read he gets psychic abilities. He can read your mind or see what's your how you've experienced. Yeah. Or even like your feet, like like vague notions about what your future. Yeah, holds. sometimes like, they're very specific, and sometimes they're yeah, very vague. It really runs the gamut. But it's when you're singing; it's essentially like when you're vulnerable and singing. He can like he can pick up stuff from you. Yeah, I kind of like piece that together because like when Wesley he like hums a little, yes. a couple of bars, mm-hmm. and then Lauren's and like, then Lauren's like, oh no, yeah, and then he, then Wesley has to beat his head in with a bowling trophy or whatever. Yeah, it is. that was. Bad. I actually really loved the scene between them right before he beans him in the head yeah like with that like wesley's lying to him and you know that lauren's kind of like what the fuck yeah. and then when he s- sings and the moment that wesley's like oh shit and then yeah lauren's like what <laughs> i yeah. loved that part oh. um but yeah so basically uh his club has been destroyed multiple times by the gang in their pursuit of demons and uh so he moved into the hotel uh because that's where he also lived um he lived at the the lounge at the lounge so then he moved into the hotel to because his home was destroyed and has basically been like a part of the team. Yeah, like he was just a guy they knew that they would go to for help. They would go sing in front of so to get information or have people sing in front of. And now he, yeah, he's becoming part of the group. He's not on the payroll. Though um, he sometimes does, okay. he goes on advent, he goes on yeah. assignments. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So they he kind of he, treat him like shit. He babysits. He goes on assignments. Yeah, but he's kind of awesome. He's like, awesome. He has this, Love his power is so cool, and he's able to use it. He's also he can speak a bunch of different languages. Yeah, um, he's like funny, smart, intuitive, uh, intelligent. So I really like him. Um, 
but yeah, so like, he, and he's from a weird other planet, other dimension, where he was like an outcast because he liked music. He liked singing, and there's no music there. Oh, that's that's tough. That yeah, so tough. he came here, and he's like, I never want to go back. Yeah, yeah. He, he like came here, and then he heard music. And he was like, Oh shit, that's what I've been thinking and dreaming of, and that's yeah, music, awesome. We got a word for it, mm-hmm. and then he started his new life. Mm-hmm. And he has that high-pitched scream, which I forgot he had oh, yeah. until he yeah. used it. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and then he kicks that guy in the head. I was like, he should have used it against on Wesley. West. Oh, but maybe it would have hurt little Connor. Oh, that's why he didn't want to do it. Put your hands on Connor. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Over his little ears. Over his little ears. But so everyone's like fighting willy-nilly in the office. They're like, it, like this whole scene, I was like, I don't care. Like these like idiot humans fighting like our gang. Like, <laughs> I don't. I care, but it's also, it goes back to that same problem that I had from the other angle. They're fighting humans like they're yeah. vampires. Yeah. Like the the way Angel is throwing people, those people could break their necks. But he's wild because of his human blood that he's been drinking. So he's feeling crazy. He threw the, the Wraithers just the same way. Oh yeah, he tore them he apart. Literally. Them. He oh, killed them. Well, they were really grody. Uh, I was also, I was sad that um, uh, when... Uh, Kim, the blonde girl. Oh yeah, she like describes their music, and she says it's beyond industrial trash noise funk. And I was like, that sounds like my kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I trash noise funk sounds amazing, but then it was just like mediocre. Yeah, what they punk. were playing, it was not. Yeah. It was not trash noise funk. Yeah, there was no, there was no funk to it at uh, all. Maybe mm. she was their funk. I guess. Oh, maybe missing link, and then you know all those people, all those four people in that audience. No, I didn't dancing. think it was an audience. I thought those were groupies. Yeah. That oh, so practice. just they're yeah. practicing. They're just, you know, like when like you're they were practicing bo- out behind in the loading dock behind the stop and go in Echo Park. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those like, hey, girl, you want to come see us practice? I like, see. We have rehearsal yeah. tomorrow. Like you could hang out, whatever. Like there's gonna be other girls there. Like don't worry. But is your is your friend if you have with, time? Is your friend with like the bony spikes out of his back gonna be there? <laughs> um, you know it. Uh, what does he talk about me? <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't come. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he doesn't really react well to thirst. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Angel is fighting these people too hardcore, and like those people, and that's—I mean—we've talked about this in the, earlier in this episode. But it's just like, hello, there is one vampire in here. Everyone else is a human. What are you idiots doing? I don't. Know. I'm not interested. Yeah, I. Don't and then he ditches them. Like any of them. Holtz. Yeah. He's like, bye. Yeah, well, he's gonna ditch them forever. Yeah, because he's gonna he's gonna run I mean, away. Here's the thing: if you are a cult leader, you're inherently like a bad person because oh, of course you, you are. are narcissistic and you don't really value other humans' lives in the same way. Like you're like you're not operating on the level of good people. But still, what he does to them is pretty shitty. <laughs> he sends them to their yeah. deaths potentially, and then is like, "Oh, I'm gonna take one of the cult members and a baby and just go start a new life." <laughs> Psych. Just the baby. <laughs> well, he, he, he did that. Yeah. And honestly, there's also a part where like he doesn't even have the honor to obey, to do what he said he would do to Sajin. He has no direction. He's just, ugh, he's not, I hate him. <laughs> I hate Um, He's not a very interesting bad guy to me. No. Well, it's because he's got like his secret motivation that he won't tell anybody about. Oh yeah, he's got a secret. Is, uh, Somehow, like, somehow, like, I feel like must be tied up in the complicated name that he had pre-planned for the baby. Oh, yes. And the future and, like, his his dream life 
in Utah. Yeah. Like he wants to be a real. He just wants to be normal and start over. Yeah. But then so he's like, how can I do that? I'll steal the baby. It'll be the revenge. I'll take away the child from Angel and I'll get what I want, which is to pretend that my first life never happened and yeah. have this new fake life in yeah. Utah. I think he would make a great realtor, like a commercial realtor. Uh-huh. So he'd be like, this, this, this retail space <laughs> is going to prominently display your wares. <laughs> oh, tell me. That's, that sounds lovely. This could be the beginning of your new life. I've wanted a new life. There's quite a lot of foot traffic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a large storefront. <laughs> yeah. Well, perfect I mean, for Betty's Bake Off. That's the Bake Off. Bake Off. That's what I would name my store. <laughs> and then it'd be like a character. Yeah. Good. And it would be because it's not just like cupcakes or just bunt cakes. I'm not keeping it that simple. It's not nothing yeah. bunt cakes. I uh, hate that name. I don't hate the name. It doesn't make sense. But bunt cakes, Anything they don't bunt. have enough. Yeah. <laughs> bunt cakes don't have enough icing. No. Cupcakes have too much. So where Fine are we? Fine medium. I think whoopie pies mm. is the yeah, right Yeah, it's amount. so thin. Yeah. The right ratio. Yeah. How do you feel about icing? Uh, I, I like it. Yeah. I like icing. But um, I'm recently uh, coming to terms with the fact that I am allergic to dairy. Oh, and mm. it's um, I still I still eat dairy. Yeah, uh, it just makes my bones all hurt. Oh so no, I have to, you I gotta have to stop. Yeah. yeah, um, and so icing, I, it's like um, it's it's a, one of my it's a difficult it's a difficult transition. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like the the if you bought like the uh the grocery store pre made frostings. I don't know that there's any. Maybe it's yeah, I don't think it's, it's like it's like it's like corn oil and <laughs> sugar. Yeah. Are you allergic to either of those? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I am. How about uh, flavorings? I I don't. There's a milk lot of flavor. Food dye. Food dye. I I don't think so. How about but those like little rainbow chips? Funfetti. Yes. No rainbow chip. They're what, like the it's different. Oh man. Difference night and day. <laughs> Funfetti is like sprinkles. It's very tasty. It's yeah. fine. Rainbow chip are little balls of colored sugar that are like almost, they're not solid, but they're like, how do you describe? Uh, they're little balls. Yeah. They're like colored sugar. They're co- But they're like, but they're not, they've got a texture. You would bite into one. Yeah. Like they're not, they don't melt in your mouth. It's like almost like a, well, like a harder white chocolate texture. Yes, but you small. know what? It could be white chocolate that they that's dye, colored. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do a rainbow chip frosting with a funfetti cake, you have. Oh, that's so fun! Yep. What a beautiful adventure! And rainbow chip frosting was discontinued for like three years, two years, a few oh, years. Man. You got to get it on the black market. No. It was. It was, and then they like, brought it back. Like they but, found a shipment of it in Romania. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I joined like a rainbow chip. Uh, Save Rainbow Chip Facebook group, which I think is the only like Facebook thing I've ever, like, <laughs> ever done. I feel like if you're a member of the Save Rainbow Chip Frosting group and you go on Tinder and you find somebody who's also a member. Oh, you that know, should be in my profile. Like, <laughs> I should add that Rainbow Chip or GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> Funfetti. No, thank you. The Funfetti cake is great. Funfetti frosting. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But the Rainbow Chip Frosting is like. <laughs> and I just now saw you know how you can do like the frosting that you eat or like the cookie dough that you eat 
Mm-hmm. There's one for Rainbow Ship one. And I'm like, Ugh. Really? Yeah. Where you wow. make essentially like Dunkaroos. Have you yeah. done this? No. You can do it with like, there's a chocolate, you can do chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. frosting. Uh, uh, what is it? C- cookie dough dip or something? Yeah. There's a name for it. It's like edible. Edible dough. Raw cookie that, dough. That, yeah. Like that Trader Joe's like cookie dough yeah they they do they like do that. sell at trader joe's they do oh, sell speckles. edible oh they also sell edible. they sell edible cookie dough i think okay which you can just eat without fear okay but of this salmonella. is not this is not like you wouldn't ever make cookies of the thing that i'm talking about mm. it's more like you dip a graham cracker in it yeah or or a strawberry the one recipe i have is actually for funfetti cake dip and it is so dope <laughs> like because it's also like you make it with like cool whip or something you don't taste cool whip but you make it with something like that so it's like very um like I don't know, you can eat like ha- a quarter cup and it's like 10 calories or something Ooh. there's just because like there's no because it's, it's not a lot it's like in air it. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're yeah. eating sugar air yeah uh, like cotton candy but a dip yeah <laughs> exactly and like i guess it depends on what you dip but you could dip a spoon in there if you wanted i mean the world is your oyster the dip is your swimming pool. Come on out to Betty's Bake Off, a <laughs> yeah. lovely storefront in Salt Lake City. Yes, walkable. Maybe it's not yeah. a bake off. Maybe it's a dip store, and you sell every kind of dip. That's really cool. Do you sell things? Dip that- in to Betty's Dip Store. <laughs> <laughs> I think just dip in. Yeah, dip in could be. Is it dip in? Because it can't be dip in because that's dip and dots. Right. As oh, we God. dip. Yeah. In. Trademark. Dip in. Take a dip. Take a dip. But not really take it. Pay for me. <laughs> dip. Pay for a dip. Pay for a dip. Give me some money for a dip. <laughs> um, would you also sell the dipping implements? Or would you just sell the dips? I think I think you gotta go with the the pokey um Okay. The pokey model where you have that the edible dipping instruments and that's like half the fun. Mm. So pocky, not pokey, pocky, pocky, pokey, pokey, pokey is like, um, yeah. oh, oh my god, I was really thinking pokey, and I was like, oh, have I been eating pokey wrong? You I was like, I thought spoon. you, <laughs> I was like, I thought you ate it with like chopsticks. <laughs> you eat your chopsticks. <laughs> okay, no, no, no pocky, pocky. Now I'm picking or, exact, um, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, or, or dunkaroos. Um, yeah, dunkaroos. Uh, you could do. You could have one side is sweet and one side is savory. Here's what you do. You, of course, have samples out. Oh, uh, yeah. I think you have... You have to. Every 15 minutes, another round of mystery dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think you just sell, like... You don't go too crazy with your dipping implements because, like, no. it's about the dip. So yeah. you just do, like, a, a entry-level, uh, just, like, a plane that can be dipped in a savory. Yeah. And, like, maybe one... You you have like one entry level of each sweet and savory, yes. and then one like kind of more interesting sweet savory dip. Oh, you know dipper. you know what my I like to do I like to I like to get the savory dipping sticks and put them in the sweet. What you're crazy? Dip. Okay, but like what Stop. does a pretzel <laughs> count as? Pretzel. Now see that's pretzel can be in both. That's that's your answer. So you got pretzel for both, and then you get. Do, like, do you do sesame sticks? Ew. I don't love them, but people do. Well. I do not do a sesame stick. Okay. So pretzel, definitely some kind of pretzel. What if it's like a pretzel shaped like a spoon? Stop. 
What? Stop. Like a little baby spoon. A little baby, but like a spoon. thumb indent. Yes. Or the little mouth part. How cute. That would be really cute. Stop. Okay. So pretzels. Uh-huh. We also, I think we you got to do like a cookie or a graham cracker. Or like some kind of shortbread stick. Yeah. Or oh, something. shortbread stick. Oh, like we make our own shortbreads yeah. and they're really good. How cute. Maybe they even have like, what are we calling it? Just dip it. Dip, Just dip, dip it. So we have a DI emblem like on yeah. the shortbread stick. Cute. You know, I'd, I'd love um like really a good quality animal cracker. Yes. Mm. You're right. But like a panther because we want it. Because yeah. we're making it long. So, it's yeah. like, so he's like le- leaping. Yeah. And they okay. come in the little box that looks like a. Like oh, yeah. A, like a little jail for animals. <laughs> if you ever think of. Jail. I guess it's a circus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or you call it a jail for animals because that's what it is. <laughs> Well, because for a second, I was like, if you actually kept all the animals like that, they would kill each other. And then I realized they're all like beaten down and trained. They've lost the will to live, therefore the will to fight. Did I tell you about the elephants thing I discovered? I didn't really discover it. It's a thing that exists. But apparently, I think it's in Thailand, but I could be wrong. There are animal sanctuaries. There are elephant sanctuaries where you get to straight up take baths with animals. Okay, I'm calling it straight up. You wear a swimsuit. You're not naked. It's not. You're not really you're not bathing. bathing. You're swimming. They're bathing. I guess you're swimming with them. Yeah, but they call it bathing. I guess because you're not like yeah. underwater. I mean, I I would do that with there, an elephant. There's something. So quick. There's like something innocent about it, but there's also something like really not innocent about forcing someone to take baths with people all the time. Oh, like, so forcing the the animal to take yeah. a bath. Okay, then let's stop calling it bath. I mean, let's call it take swimming. a dip. Swimming. They're swimming because yeah. they want to go swimming. They like it. Sure. Who doesn't? <laughs> a lot of people don't cats, like cats. I guess cats. cats. Too. Some, Some cats, cats do. Like it. Does your do your cats like it? Uh, one of them really likes water. The other one doesn't. Have you ever taken them to the ocean? No. And thrown them in. They would <laughs> just like habits. poop everywhere. They would think it's like a big cat box. <laughs> we tried to get my mom's Shih Tzu to like swim in the river. I mean, not. It was like a part of the river where it's yeah. almost dammed. So it wasn't like we threw it. Yeah. Where it would it would flow? Uh, or we weren't sure if. He, Lucky would want to do it, but and Lucky decided to, but decided to get in, not like by the shore, but like off a rock. Oh my god! And like just like looking over the edge, looking over the edge, and just kind of jumped in. And like the second he got in the water, his arms were like flailing. And he's like, ah! And I was like, okay, well he can survive in water. Yeah, his instincts work, but this was he jumped in the deep end too yeah. much. Now he's scarred. Yeah, I think <laughs> we'll see. We'll see next time he gets because he likes like eating the spray or whatever in the yeah. ocean. But I was like. I don't know that this was your best mm-hmm. coming down from a height. That's such a shock. Yeah, like when you've you've never even been in a rip. Like, what are you doing, dog? He I mean, know we watched him. We supported him. You're like, we, yay, lucky. We, exactly. Lucky. <laughs> like, whatever you want to do, lucky. We're here for you. You're making some bad decisions, lucky. <laughs> oh well. Um, but yeah, you'd have to get like a little like a like a dog biscuit dip. So you could so if if you like come in with your dog, you get like a little, little doggy that's bone. Cute. And you can dip it in like um a little doggy like, gravy. Like a pate. Yeah. Yeah. Gravy, yeah. But it can't smell too much. No. It can't smell too much. But it is a really cute idea. Yeah. It's a way it's a really good upsell because like people come in and it's like, Oh, can you get something for me? I don't get something for my little puppy dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. People love getting things for their pets. Yes. I speak from experience. <laughs> Constantly buying things. <laughs> Uh, cool. I think we have veered. <laughs> we have veered. All right. Are there any other things that we must cover? Must Okay. We talked about Justine is the worst. Wesley has his throat slit. Oh, Connor is through a thing. 
everyone knows that Wesley betrayed the whole crew and they are not happy with him. Yeah, they're pissed. He has a neck ouchie. He's holding it, so he's okay. Oh, Lila's mom has Alzheimer's. Lila's mom has Alzheimer's. Lila is like annoyed how things went. Like she's like annoyed the baby's gone. I gotta do paperwork. Yeah, this is a mountain of paperwork. Uh, Angel's sad because... Connor is through the through the tear in the universe. Yeah, the rest of the people in that scene really weren't reacting to the the events that occurred. No, it was no. A pretty pretty big event to like tear open the fabric of the universe yep. into the most evil dimension, and then steal a baby and run. And like all the like whatever Blackwater guys, yeah, uh-huh. they were they were like, oh, well, uh, are we gonna get mm, overtime for this? Oh, dude, that <laughs> actor like, was so bad too. Ready to ready to clear out Lila. <laughs> Lila's like, oh, paperwork. Yeah. Oh, geez. And then Justine hops back into her stolen car. And I'm like, I guess Wesley didn't put on an APB, but like. Yeah. It's going to be connected. Don't. Why are you taking. Like Sajan's like cracking his jokes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I was like, I guess that took care of something for me. (laughs) And Angel's on the ground, like wailing, like they stole my baby. Connor. (laughs) Connor. <laughs> Can you hear me in your hell dimension? <laughs> and um, I mean, I guess what's his name is pretty thrilled. Holtz. We'll never know. We'll never know. Um, I mean, he made a very impulsive decision. <laughs> <laughs> he chose certain death. It's not Quartoth. Not as nice as Utah. Yeah. Oh no, it's oh. not as pretty, and he no. doesn't have his fake wife. No Salt Lake. No Salt Lake. Just seems like a lot of red sky and Probably lightning. like a lake of fire, maybe. Sure. Which, yeah. hey, who wouldn't want to see that once? But that's not where you want to live. No, huh? Get me back home. Yeah, visit. Vacay May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vacay May. <laughs> uh, well, I think that pretty much covers it. All right. Hey, hey, thanks for coming on the show, Zach. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. Is there anything that uh, we can plug now that our <laughs> listeners are delighted by you where can they find you oh come on out to the uh nerdist school stage and watch uh shows sunday night cool is there a particular show that they wa- should watch of your to see you uh i'm gonna be playing at eight o'clock every cool. week but uh come for the come for the whole night yeah you, you should come for just, the whole night uh, but yeah we could just name drop your team oh if my, you wanted my team is sweetheart oh cool That's, oh and you're a sweetheart is that a coincidence or did did you get did you do that on purpose? I think it I think it's a coincidence. <laughs> That's the biggest sweetheart would That's say. That's what a sweetheart would say. All right. Well, wrap and wrap. <laughs> Go see Sweetheart and all the other teams at Nerdist School on Sunday nights. And uh I don't know. I have no I have no sign off. Um farewell, Connor. You are loved by half the hosts. <laughs>